2: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Hey, young world, it's your favorite Ethiopian Sioux Solo. This is the
4: kid, Ferrari Sim. Hey,
3: yo, what up, podcasters? It's the one and only OCT from the Barler Alert Show. That's right. It's all produced by me. Uh, And we, we own, From the latest in entertainment news, baller mail, comment creeping,
1: celebrity guest hosts, and more.
3: We got nothing but big vibes on the Baller Alert Show podcast.
1: Big vibes with me, Ferrari Sims.
3: Me, Sue Solo. And me, OCT. Check us out on the Baller Alert Show podcast today.
1: Available on the iHeartRadio app.
3: On Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy.
3: Yeah.
1: Everyone, Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi. And we are a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians and on Couples Therapy we bring the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close to sets together about the relationship right to your ears. Naomi, what is up? How you feeling? Where are you emotionally? This is the second episode we're recording on this day so My brain is scrambled. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm low
0: energy, even though I did have half a caffeine pill before we left the house, Jesse Spano style, to see if I can get my energy up. But it didn't really do it. Low E. I'm low E, but I'm all right, I think. I've been a little in my head. How are you?
1: How are you, listeners? It's mid-August. It's mid-August. Check it and see. Climate change is destroying our trees.
0: <laughs> uh, Andy's always keeping it fun and light and funky.
1: Where are you at? Where are you at? I told at? you my brain scrambled. You're a little scrambled. I'm 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 just climbing that tree, trying to get up to the top of the the, the tippy top so I can look out over okay. the okay. over the expanse. Okay, the expanse coming to season four coming to Amazon Prime. Yes, okay. one of your joints.
0: Um Andy, I thought like we could talk about you know, you did have a formative moment recently, mm-hmm. you know, something that I think not only changed you, changed your life, but also brought us closer together. I mean, I Would you maybe, say it,
1: it was an experience that bridged cultures?
0: It was a cross-cultural experience. And I just thought, like, did you want to talk about it? I think it's important to share with the listeners when we learn and grow and change.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, maybe if you are uh, white, you may not get this exactly, but uh, I used a washcloth for the first time. To wash your a body. Washcloth. A washcloth for the first time. To wash your actual body. To wash my actual body. Not
0: as a face towel, which I've heard insanity. Uh, Wait, sorry. What is that about? Well, for instance, your parents have washcloths at their home, mm-hmm. but they don't use it for washing the bodies. They use it as like a towel for one's face.
1: Oh, to dry one's face after washing one's face. Yes. It's a uh, a post, not after the sh- a shower, but like say you are- at night, washing your face. Exactly. You would take a petit
0: towel. Mm. But you, a um, towel. please uh, w- walk us through the process. How this happened for
1: you? Um, I was shocked. I was shocked to hear it. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more later on. But Naomi and I went to Comic Con in San Diego, and I sorry, I'm still stuck in like announcer voice, the announcer <laughs> voice that I did at the top of the show. Uh, we went to Comic Con, and uh, quite an experience. But we were in the hotel room, and usually they uh, provide soap. And the only soap that was provided was liquid. A body wash, if you will. A body wash. Yes, yes, yes. First of all, the the shower was very strange. It (laughs) it was in the middle of the room, basically. Yeah. And you had to pull a curtain to separate the shower. It was like- It was a glass box, but obviously being glass, if you were, you know, sharing a room with your
0: goddamn mama, (laughs) you wouldn't want them to see it.
1: If you've seen Legends of Tomorrow, (laughs) it's like the glass prison cell. Uh-huh. That they used to put prisoners in. Yep. In that show. Or <laughs> just like badly misbehaving good guys. Oh, okay. On Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. badly misbehaving good guys, I guess. Yeah, so for some reason maybe a spirit has uh possessed them and they have to put stash them somewhere. Ugh, there's something I love more than a possession episode.
0: <laughs> um, and so uh, there was just body wash for you Yeah
1: also like It doesn't have to be your mother I didn't want you to I didn't want like You be, to like wake up And like turn over And see me showering Yeah 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 that's true That's true Like literally next to the bed Right There's like you know Space for you to walk And then there's the shower Yeah Uh. But yeah so I get, I get in there And I'm like well I guess we're doing this <laughs> Um. Because there was Because normally you would take a bar And run it all over your body Yeah Ugh
0: you smell great and are clean. Like I get it, but the idea of just like
1: taking a bar and rubbing it all over the body. Yeah. What is the problem? Like, uh, like I do. I never thought about like. I just know that like in Black culture, monolithic Black culture. Yeah. All Black monolith. people. Yeah, yeah. Do the same thing. But I'm I'm saying like in you know the the uh, in, in many Black households it's it's washcloths. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Like, why did that develop? Why I are, have like, whiteys, no idea. Why are Caucasians? Uh, into like soap on skin.
0: I have no idea, and obviously it wasn't something I knew until I um started to have sleepovers at ca- Caucasian households, you know what I mean? Because I didn't know it was just a black thing either. And then every now and then I will meet a white who's grown up with washcloths, you know? Caitlin Durante, co-host of the Bechtel cast, she told me she washes with washcloths. And I was like, Caitlin, but you're white. And she was like, people always say that to me. So she also understands that she's an outlier in her culture. I don't know how it started, but it also is drilled in, like, that is what it is to be clean. The same way you would, like, scrub a dish with a sponge. You scrub your body with a cloth. And then when you're done, you rinse it out. You give it a rinse. You let it dry thoroughly. You're changing washcloths once a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're keeping it fresh. I'm getting that exfoliating moment. I am actually getting that dirt off But that's of what me. I'm saying.
1: That That's that, that's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm going to say, which is that <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. I understood in that moment. I'm like, oh, right, my skin feels exfoliated. You felt buttery soft. Yeah.
0: And now imagine if you finished all that, you topped it off with a cocoa butter. Hello?
1: You would be melting in my arms. (sighs) Would you, and I don't know how you quantify love, but would you love me more if I did put on (laughs) cocoa butter? If I did? I will say that one of the things I was very taken with by you Taken with, taken. Are you really trying to figure out the grammar there? <laughs> really in trouble. Uh, <laughs> one of the, things one about are the you... moments of infatuation. Okay, sure. Was that you
0: are soft, skin? <laughs> like, for someone who doesn't um, apply lotions, creams, salves, and butters. On my face, I do. But not the rest of you. You have a soft hand. You don't really have a rough elbow. You don't have a crusty feet. You love an elbow. I love a soft elbow. And you are... You're like a naturally Moisturized person Even though you don't apply lotions So you can like Kind of get away with it But every now and then I'll be like Babe Just cause you're white Don't mean you
1: can't be ashy So every now and then You can use a little bit
0: But for the most part You're
1: moist Naturally moist TM Trademark That's on my (laughs) That's on my my case It's true It should be But (laughs) You I mean so You
0: Did you know what to do With the washcloth In the shower I Naomi, it's
1: a, it's a washcloth, not the inside of a computer. <laughs> you were able to figure out the lathering situation. Yeah, I think I knew how to put the liquid soap <laughs> on the washcloth. Give it a good zhuzh. Yes. And then rub it on myself.
0: I was so proud of you. It was so funny because you did, afterwards I was like, because I maybe, was I gone or something? Where like, you know, you were already like dressed and you were like, Naomi, I used a washcloth today. <laughs> like it was an announcement. And it really was something that I was I was impressed. Now, do you think you're gonna be incorporating washcloths into your daily shower routine? It's a lot of bother. I'll be honest.
1: What? There's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> it may not be the look, it may not be the inside of a computer, but it's definitely like a bunch of watch gears all turning in on each other. <laughs> look, with a bar of soap, you just grab the soap, you just soap up. You're done. A yeah. washcloth is an extra piece of material oh. in the process. So and I now we might. Routine is already overstuffed. My routine is already, it's like the turducken of routines. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of moisturizers. There's a a conditioner. You got to look. In Los Angeles, you can't just shampoo your hair. The water here is terrible. You got to condition every day. Even if it wasn't Los Angeles,
0: hair moisture is paramount. You know what I mean? Without hair moisture, I'm nothing, quite personally. So I understand what you're saying. I mean, I would love, you know, it would be great, his and hers washcloths. In the bathroom, you know what I mean? It would really feel like a multicultural household, but I understand, I understand. <laughs> no, that, that
1: condenses it. It's no longer multicultural, it's now cultural. <laughs> Unicultural. Unicultural. <laughs> Speaking of multicultural, do you want to get into these sets? I would love to.
0: <laughs> Before we get into the sets, you guys, as <laughs>
1: always, I know, I tell them, do they want to get in the sets? And then I like pull back. No, it's the you guys. Your switch to get into like promoting mode mm-hmm. is you guys. You have like a, you have like, it's like when you're like trying to impersonate someone, mm-hmm. you, there's like a keyword right. to like, imper- like with Reagan, jelly beans. Er- <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible Reagan, by the way. Mommy. Like, whatever it is, there's, like, one word that's, like, always the key word. Like, if you want to do an Australian accent, it's, like, soy or whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm not really doing it the accent. accent work is hilarious. It's never good, but always hilarious. <laughs> um, But real quick, speaking of things that are always hilarious, uh, we got some live shows coming up. You know the next one, Babies, is Saturday, September 7th. 8 p.m. at the Virgil here in Los Angeles, and we are putting together a dope, dope lineup. Andy, you got some of them names off the top of the dome? Yeah,
1: I believe John Gabris, John? Old friend. Yes. We're on his podcast at some point. High
0: and mighty. Very funny guy. Hilarious improviser. Uh, I believe he's going to be on, I, I think,
1: let's just label this tentative, mm-hmm. but I believe uh, Will Miles and Langston Kerman.
0: We love it. Oh, both writers on the Comedy Central joint South Side, which is very funny. If you're not watching that, you need to be. Um, and we're putting together a real great show. And, of course, if you want tickets, go to CouplesTherapyPod.com and click on See Us
1: Live. And while you're there, if you would so like to, you can also sign up for our Patreon. Now, for $5 a month, you get two extra episodes where Naomi and I deep dive into our hearts and uh, bring the bully in to you of what we find. <laughs> you guys, are you ready for these sets? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. One more thing. And finally, (laughs) uh, every once in a while, we do episodes where we answer advice questions. We love to hear from you, the listener. And if you would like to call in and ask your advice questions, the number is 323-524-7839. You can also find that on the website. We can do lots of stuff. Sign up for our newsletter, which we send out Once or twice a year at most. Oh, this sounds like, we do that? That's cool. Every once in a while, if we're doing a show outside of Los Angeles, (laughs) uh, just to let you know that it's happening. Um, But that's about it. But yes, Naomi, uh, this first set, both sets today actually come to you from our July show at the Virgil, which I will have to say was just spectacular from beginning to end. Truly a good time. We were on the heels of
0: earthquakes. It was July 4th weekend. We were feeling independent. And this first set is the best. This is Danielle Perez and Atsuko Okatsuka. You've seen Danielle on Jimmy Kimmel Live, on BuzzFeed, on Comedy Central Digital. Atsuko has been named a comedian to watch by Vulture and Time Out LA and has written for The Eric Andre Show and Soft Focus with Jenna Friedman, both on Adult Swim. And she hosts the monthly show and podcast, Let's Go Atsuko! A real fun time. Get into these two, ladies.
1: Roll
5: it! Oh, my goodness, keep it going for your hosts, everybody. Auntie and Naomi. Look at at that functional relationship. I was like, I came from a party, and... Danielle's drunk. I have to be (laughs) sober for the both of us. And we said, let's try to do a discreet entrance, and there was the curtain was already open. Already open, already sneaking out, already letting you know what was up. Guess who's next? We didn't even get our proper intros because we were just like, boom, boom, boom. We're just like. We are here. Hi. How are you?
6: Asu's got enough like feet for the both of us. She's wow. got those wide pants. Wow. Okay.
5: Okay. No Always worries. giving us a look. Rub it in. And you are serving summer. I love Summer. What you're this
6: is a bathing suit. Thank you. Wow. So good. I understand that podcasting is a visual format. That's so right, right. So I wanted that's to right. bring it tonight. there's
5: peaches on her top for the for the listeners out there. Yeah. I like that you think an orange is a peach. <laughs> It's or it's orange. Oscar, you're a terrible Japanese person. Honestly, (laughs) I've been cooped up a lot like all my life. I was always about like indoors, the indoors. And uh, I was always cooped up, lived in a garage for seven years. We both, me and Danielle have both lived in L.A. for a long time. I've been here 20 years. You were like born and raised. Born and
6: raised, but you were in a garage. I lived (laughs) in a garage for seven years. And I was out. I was like, let me be out. As you can see, my tits, out. You know, out.
5: Danielle went to Montessori school. I was public school. You know, all throughout my life, you I know. To, so how do we become friends? We became friends through comedy. We we're became, both stand up. That's right. We became friends through comedy. Per
6: we, Facebook. Um, I officially became friends with you in
5: April of 2015. 2015. That's right, 2015. Yeah, we kept getting put on the same shows. I don't know if it was. It was like a hot year where they were like, "We got one Asian. We needed. We got one Latina." And it was always the two of us you <laughs> together. Know, together. We
6: started on Instagram. Instagram just posting like rush hour th- five, you know what I mean? Rush hour That's six. Right.
5: That's <laughs> right. Just rolling through LA, the two of us. Just
6: letting them know that we were out and about,
5: being seen. And most of our friendship has been like kind of a working relationship. I know, you know. but I feel like
6: i have gotten to know you close.
5: We've gone close. We've gone close. I do her self tapes. <laughs> she listens to she listens to my I sets. listen to her
6: run her hour before she records it for um posterity so yeah.
5: and I would read the other characters that she needed me to read for herself I and mean, Oscar would do a
6: way better job reading the other characters than I would be reading the person I was auditioning for so
5: <laughs> some of the scripts out there are bad I mean just it's really bad just like I am big and ugly and I love myself I was like they're making me say this Just wanna rip it up and anyhow, so (laughs) what have we learned so far? That was
6: for HBO and FYI when I got there. They asked the fucking casting director, closed the door, and was like, I'm so sorry you came out all this way. The episode's about
5: hikers. It's for
6: a hiker and you're in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can hike.
5: Yeah. (laughs) And then this bitch said, this bitch said, How?
6: (laughs) And I was like, um, you just get mountain bike tires, duh. <laughs> Adaptive equipment. Look it up online. It happens a
5: lot. Also, the weird thing about that was like they you they gave you the audition knowing it was supposed to be a girl who's a hiker, and and your headshot has your wheelchair in it. Your headshot. <laughs> I was like, someone needs to get fired. Someone at HBO someone, should the writer, be fired. because of shitty script. Scream- I'm fat and I'm ugly and I love myself. <laughs> so the writer needs to that that's dumb it that's was just dumb
6: it was amazing i've never learned a script so hard because it was so absurd it was absurd <laughs> i wanted i was to like let i am fat <laughs> and i know what people say about me and i don't give a fuck
5: yeah and my I love yeah, me my line before that as the other girl was like do you know what people say about you do you even know what they say behind your back? I'm like, I'm supposed to be like the skinny bitch that, you know what I mean, is like trying to tell her her truth. Mm. Anyhow, so, what have we learned? The industry Uh, sucks? The industry does
6: suck, but we've learned a lot of truths. Like, it's wild. We are good friends. Are you considering my good friend? But it's like, yeah. You we both survived the earthquake, but we were we not did. together. We were not how together. Did that happen? We were not together.
5: Where were you when the earthquake hit yesterday?
6: I was in my car. I was on my way to my show, running late, per use, and <sighs> I was in my car and it was just a shake, rattle and roll. I was like <laughs> <laughs> It was, like, a big sway. I tweeted two times, okay? During the sway. I tweeted two times. I did an Instagram video,
5: okay? That's right.
6: That's how long that was. And, I, and then I and was, like... And you waited it
5: out like a true Angelino. I
6: did. I was, like, okay, nothing's falling. I can just go inside and do my set. I think right.
5: we're fine. Right. <laughs> Guess where I was at when the earthquake hit? Where, babe? I... God, I just got on stage at the Ice House Comedy Club. <laughs> I just got on stage, but I got on stage dancing, and, Oscar, and to show a him that twerk, show to not twerk. To an, no, to, I didn't twerk on. I I can't in these but pants. Stop it. She twerked. She okay. Yes. Give it up. Osko Katsko. So bro. I was about to do that, but I was on. I got on stage and to a screaming audience. Woo! You know what it feels like to think that they're screaming for your dancing, only to realize the earth has shown you up, and the, it was—they were like, "No, it's an earthquake!" And I was like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm not equipped for this." Like, 200 people, I Mother have to Nature mind. was like, "Hold my beer." Bitch. You know what the ice house—you know <laughs> what the ice beer. house staff did? They all—we saw this because I was like, "House manager," they all ran out. Everybody that worked at the comedy club had run out and just left the audience and me on stage. And I was like, okay, uh, so I think we're supposed to find cover and still shaking, still shaking. <laughs> but of course it was over fast, you know? And my, But my inkling was to like, just make jokes. I was like, I need, I need, I still need validation. Was like, the world is ending, but love me, you know, yes, <laughs> most. <laughs> It was great, it, was, it worked out. But like, so the earthquake before that, the Thursday one, right? I was in bed, uh, me and my husband were in bed, and I swear to God when it happened, the earthquake, my husband rolled over and asked me if I was masturbating. He was like, are you masturbating? And I was like, and wow. I swear, I promise to God, I really was about to. But what a, truly, truly what a clean thought that your
6: husband had. Cause my first thought when that first earthquake hit was like, are rent prices in LA low
5: now? <laughs> no, yeah, you f- yes? You think about the future. <laughs> Have mean <Yeah. it> dropped? <laughs> you're always like, how do I make money out of this situation? And I was just like, well, I mean, I was flattered. I was like, you think my, I'm powerful enough for 6.6 magnitude? I was like, no, get out of bed. This is an emergency. Wow. You know, I'm, what I'm saying is, A, at first, he thought someone thought I was <laughs> masturbating. B, I thought the crowd was screaming for me when I got on stage. I am up to here with the earth showing me up. You know what I mean? I am up to here, stealing my thunder. You know? I'm always trying to keep up with Atsuko. Atsuko's always just putting on a show, whether she wants to or not. <laughs> I'm always trying to keep up with you. Okay, so we've never been in an emergency situation together. Clearly Okay, not. like no Mother Nature, nothing. Thank God. But we did
6: go to Atlanta for a comedy festival together, and I was like, Atsuko, be my
5: roommate. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so, so gracious, you know? Like, you are so hospitable, always so welcoming. You're like, you need a place to stay? You can stay with me. Stay
6: with me. And then, like, you know, I know two other comics I invited as well. And then, like. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else at the festival that I've, like, invited to, like, come party. Every (laughs) night.
5: Every night. I am a married woman, you know? I am am married, and I was like, oh, it's just me and Danielle rooming together in Atlanta. We'll probably do some shows, go to bed. She was
6: real. She really had pure thoughts about this. She's like, oh, Danielle's on top of it. She's got the room. And I did get the room, and I got there before everyone else. And so I got there, and I realized, oh, no, they cannot deliver alcohol to us. And it is... very far away so I texted her emergency right a month I you must pick <laughs> up alcohol on your way to the hotel we cannot get
5: it delivered to us it is a state law this is an emergency which I respect but I literally just landed like in Atlanta at the airport and I was like oh, well I should check up on Danielle. She's just like <laughs> emergency need alcohol hard liquor bring me <laughs> bottles I was like what the fuck is going on so I was like okay and then so I got in my lyft my uber you know I think mm-hmm. Atlanta only has uber you know <laughs> a, and uh it's and a south you know it's very like different very different i from came out of Los the Angeles. liquor store looking like i was gonna like throw a wedding <laughs> you know what i mean and then and Cause then you no know,
6: thank you thank you for knowing me and respecting the fact that i requested
5: handles specifically that's oh. right broad daylight <laughs> 2 p.m you know <laughs> yes and i show up at the hotel you, you know did. what i mean you have did. you ever like okay i show up at the hotel i get into the room and you are sitting there with a male comedian are on you? the bed just I, just minding our n- business. Not even talking. crossed. <laughs> Completely closed. But I was like, "What's going on here? You did not tell me there was going to be another roommate."
6: I know, but also, <laughs> what did it smell like, Oscar? It
5: smelled, and it smelled just hit me—the <laughs> smell of sex. It just brought daylight. They're just sitting there, like I was like, "Are you talking? Are you staring at each other? Have, <laughs> you're both waiting for me." You know what I mean? And it's, it just <laughs> hit me, and it's well, it's just like, "What is you know?" And uh, and you were like, "Oh, um, we." what you told me after that you had sex i
6: mean whatever he
5: yeah. left he doesn't drink i
6: didn't want him to drink our alcohol i just <laughs> wanted him to fucking put his dick in my vagina and
5: i know <laughs> but why why right before you knew your friend was gonna come i didn't to know what time you ever ever,
6: we would you ever do that would
5: you ever have sex with someone you just met like n- knowing your friend was gonna come over right i met after? him the night
6: before that's so rude of you
5: oh it was the night and then he slept over no he slept somewhere else and he came back and y'all just sat and uh, <laughs> stared at the wall what are you talking about you did it again we did it again and then you i didn't know which bed you did it on and that's I was, why i told
6: you to go to the other bed and that's when and then
5: another ca- re- and then that's when another comedian came in and i was like fuck is this like an orgy situation and then another comedian comes in and danielle's like oh yeah they're staying with us too i was like fuck danielle you are just like testing me <laughs> yeah
6: but I'm really glad we're still friends. No, we're still friends. We are. Atlanta was really, it was a b- beautiful, beautiful t- time in our lives. Um, That's right. Otso, you know, very good at twerking. I, in a wheelchair, you know, I struggle a little bit with that. And you, you move. But we though. move. We move. We were out on the dance. You floor. You move when
5: we go on the dance floor. It's just dudes we like doing tricks over the wheelchair. They, they want to.
6: They want. They really want to show what they're about. Didn't
5: they did want to display their ability? No, it's crazy the things that like talk about boundaries. None, just None. like Absolutely. just like dancing. I saw like I mean, a one guy getting on your tricks, wheel. He like trick. no, I don't want to. I don't want to because your wheelchair broke. She doesn't want to disrespect me. Well, no question. Just like my wheelchair we-. did break, and I'm like, <laughs> I know because someone was like, oh, I'm gonna parkour off of your wheelchair because that's what you look like. You wanted. And then hey, do you want to? I know, just being just existing in a wheelchair. You wanted that, right, people, bitch? People, people lose their mind. You want me to minds. fucking jump off your fucking wheels, bitch? I think when people <laughs> want me drink. Do tricks? <laughs> no, I was like, that is not how you like spit game. <laughs> it's just like that. you want to fuck, girl. <laughs> 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 I was like, what the fuck? That w- that's that's rude. A rude, and Number B, one. you just broke her only transportation. <laughs> yeah, my <around>. only mo- <laughs> mode of getting around. <laughs> This southern state and city. Why do you? Why do you think that happens? Like I've never seen such a thing. Why? Because do?
6: it's it's always number one. It's men. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to like flex that they can like do something. You know, it's like I think it's the same instinct that makes works. them see a stop sign and they like walk up to it and
5: jump and hit it and they're like, mm, I did that. Shit. That's true. <laughs> where it's just like ha. I'm bad. <laughs> I fuck. You know? No, I see what you mean. Yeah. Do you actually do you? <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's kind of like I mean when I used to go to dance clubs, it's it's like the equivalent like a guy coming up and just kind of grinding behind you. Right?
6: That's
5: th- I mean that's how it was. Oscar,
6: what do you do when people try to grind up behind you?
5: Do you kick them? Because you're I married. No, this was a long time ago. I don't even know what that feels like anymore. Mm. But like, mm. like like, right after high school, right after high school, I don't like going dancing, clubbing because it is like a lot. It's really crowded. Yeah. And I, I I, like like choreographed dances because I'm really, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oscar
6: wants to be the if star we can, of the
5: show. If she we likes can. to be in control. <laughs> if we can't break out into a choreographed dance, like uniform, I don't want to be there. You know what I mean? I don't like a dance club where you just, Like repeatedly grind. We're such a yin and yang. You're like, I want structure, and I'm like, who cares? I even you know, I even make Ryan, my husband, do choreographed dances, uh, where we like match and stuff, and then we do like a one and two, three and four. And like recently he was like, I don't wanna do this with you anymore. I hate it because every time you make us do dances, you always want to make us look like we're sisters. (laughs) (laughs) And so but
6: well, keep it going for my sister odds. Oh my God! Wait, was You're that the time? Did we get the light? That's our time. We got the light, like, baby. The, oh my God! I totally didn't see. It. Sister. I'm so sorry. My You're sister. my sister too.
5: My Where sister. Was what did we
6: learn? I hope you learned a lot. I right hope now. you learned that I need to loosen up. You know, just do
5: choreograph, do choreo. No, now. <laughs> you are loose. You are loose. People, tighten up. I am ask tighten up. before you parkour off of people's shit. <laughs> There's walls for that. And write better scripts. (laughs) (laughs) Write better scripts. Thank you so much. Sorry. Sorry about running the light.
2: Hey, guys, it's Bobby Bones.
0: I host The Bobby Bones Show. And I'm pretty much always sleepy, because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh, or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. What a time to be alive. Really, truly, is it? A time to be alive. (laughs) I mean, what a time to be alive is just almost like a statement. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be as optimistic as some may think. You could just be like, what a time to be alive. Oh, yeah. It could be. It's like, "Huh, wow. We're
1: here. This is definitely a time. This is where we are. And we are alive. So it is factually correct. It is a time to be alive.
0: I am nothing if not factually correct.
1: Mm. You know? Um, And that's important. That's on your wrapper. Mine says naturally moist, (laughs) TM. (laughs) TM. Yeah. yours says factually factually correct, correct, TM. TM. TM.
0: Um, Andy, you want to talk a little bit more about our time at San Diego Comics Convention International? Yeah.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass
0: Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, skims, basics, and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers. But I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new T-shirt shop.
1: Yeah, I do, because I think, this is the thing, I think going into that, because I am a comic book fan. Yeah. I'm an OG X-Men fan. Yes, as you guys know if you listen to the podcast, Andy loves an X-Men ref. I do want to write Nightcrawler at some point. (laughs) Marvel, if you're listening. (laughs) Marvel in general. Marvel, can you hear me? C.B. Cebulski, is that his name? Why would I know? (laughs) Yeah, ask me again. (laughs) Jonathan Hickman. When you're done, be like, you know who I want to write Nightcrawler? Who knew who I want to do uh, work on X-Men next? The Andy. guy who's
0: always talking about it on his podcast.
1: Jonathan Hickman? He's always... No, you. Oh, that's I'm what already- they're saying
0: about you. Oh, my God, Andy, you're working, my nerve. Uh, now, I mean, I expected going into Comic-Con, like, I was excited. I like anything that's kind of random and Im- immersing myself in a world I don't know anything about. I have no problem being like, I'm new here. Can you tell me? So, like, I really wanted to see it. Obviously, I had seen it on TV and heard about it and, you know, seen, like— Pictures
1: from it. Right.
0: So, I was like, oh, okay, I know this is going to be— So, I was, like, kind of excited. I thought you would be more excited. Because, right. That's what I was trying yeah. to— That's what
1: I was prefacing. Like, you— th- Because I am a, a big fan of comic books, uh, you thought that I would be like, oh, my God, Naomi, do you see this? They have a copy of X-Men 200 with the Trial of Magneto. Exactly.
0: I also like. I literally thought I was like, "Oh, Andy's gonna bring like an empty bag just for all the merch he's gonna buy," because I assume Comic Con is like where you get like special stuff and you know limited editions or just for Comic Con we bought this. But there was really just a lot of Funko Pops.
1: (laughs) But this is the thing: when I got there, I didn't realize I had gone. My friend Adam is a comic colorist. Yeah, Uh, you might know him from Nailbiter. You might know him from. uh, I think he's coloring TMNT at the moment. But um he took take me he took me to WonderCon last year. And uh I was just like, "Oh, this is just a trade show. This is just like it's a bunch of stalls, it's in a massive room, mm-hmm. but it's a bunch of stalls where just people to sell you stuff." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, is that what cons are? Is that what conventions <laughs> are? It's just a bunch of people trying to sell you things?" And it felt, you know, look, I'm a socialist, so... Yes, we know, we know, we know, we know. So, like, uh, commodifying things, especially art, <laughs> uh, makes me feel uh, physically ill. Ugh. <laughs> I'm very uneasy around commodifying things. <laughs> and... Um, it, when I was there, I was just like, "Oh, it's like, especially like when you see like an artist or a writer you like." Like we saw Ed Brubaker at the uh, Image area of San Diego Comic Con, and I'm like, "I don't want to go." I don't, first of all, I don't want to meet uh, my heroes like this. I'm going to meet them as peers. They're oh gonna,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't a meet them as a fan. Of,
1: there's a little bit of an ego involved I get in this thing where that. I'm that. like, "Yeah, no, uh, I'm not going to meet Art Adams uh, here." And right. ask him like to draw me something. I'm gonna meet him when he's when I'm writing Nightcrawler, and he's <laughs> drawing the cover of it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So there's like this kind of like there's ego that's uh, part of it, but there's also like we went and um, uh, I won't name him, but there's an artist that Adam and I liked when we walked around, we were walking around San Diego Comic Con, and um, Adam uh, asked him to sign something, and uh, it was like five dollars to sign the thing and the artist like he looked so bored and he's just he's there to make money like yeah, this is a thing yeah. for like like i could see i'm like oh there are artists and writers come here and to sign things or like uh comic book companies come here to sell things to make a lot of money for the year yeah and that's what the that's what it is but isn't
0: that good for them i'm like if you're an artist and you're out here hustling or normally like by yourself at home drawing or coloring or writing and you suddenly you could have a weekend where like everyone's into you
1: yeah you get to have one weekend bored. where you're popular and social but which the is a dream the one writer that the one artist that i saw looked very bored like it looked it, the idea I, I i i got a feeling from everything and maybe this is just my own personal biases but like it felt uh like it, because everyone was there to just make their money and i don't begrudge them that at all yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing i'm not saying like no it's pure you can't Put money, You can't sell your stuff for money. That's not what I was trying to uh, say by that. But I, but it felt like that's the reason they were there. And I, it was a weird kind of. San Diego Comic Con felt like this weird combination of corporate cynicism and earnest fan culture. Mm-hmm. And that's the part to me that felt really strange to see those things butt against each other. To see like people I mean- like excited about like the possibility of mutants in the (laughs) MCU. And then like cynical, there's at some point in that chain of like fans. And I'm sure the writers of all these things are fans of the things they're writing. So like that somewhere is like, just like an investor who's like looking at their bank account and being like, when can I buy my private Island (laughs) on the back of, of Wolverine's claws? But there's also something
0: about it where I was, like, very happy for everybody at Comic-Con. Like, everybody being able to come together and be like, I like all my quote-unquote weird or quote-unquote fringe, you know, whatever these different things. I mean, some of it, of course, is like, it's so mainstream, but then there were other things where it was like, I can kind of let my freak flag fly. That part's awesome. Man. I was like, I was very into it. I feel like Comic-Con is a place where people be fucking. You know what ah. I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm going to Comic-Con this weekend, about to buy me an Airbnb and I'm gonna be getting mine.
1: It's band camp.
0: Yes. And I was like, yes to this whole like band camp. Like it was, there was a horniness in the air. Whether that be for actual, like a human touch or just like for a picture of Agent Exactly. Coulson. Like it was like, it was a general, a general, a thirstiness, a horniness that was allowed, unbridled, if you will
1: yeah uh, yeah There were the, the thirst was palpable
0: and I was like but I was like kind of into it but I think I also realized too I, as much as I like stuff like that I really don't like crowds I don't like when I can't move freely so it was almost hard to take in everything because it is so pressed and packed with bodies and so I was like okay is there a way to like do Comic Con like if, if only I could just show up there at like 6 a.m. And just from six a.m. to eight a.m., I can walk around, take my time, see what everything is, and
1: then other humans can show up. Yeah. <laughs> it. Uh, look, I'm not. By the way, the part that I did like was the earnest fan cult. Yeah. Right. People who there who, <laughs> I can't
0: get over you saying cult. <laughs> Keep going.
1: Thanks, Bo and Matt. Uh, <laughs> But like, no, the like the like the people who are like so into something, I'm gonna create, I'm gonna dress I'm, cosplay, like I'm gonna dress up like that, like that's the stuff where I'm like, oh, that's cool, mm-hmm. like you genuinely love, you know, whatever. I
0: know. I'm like, I didn't even know who half people were dressed as. I just remember we saw like a sexy Pennywise, and I was like, <laughs> that's dedication. But uh, right, that is the cool part. But it was... Femi-wise. I don't know. I was
1: trying to... I was really trying to... Stretching. It's okay. Your brain scrambled. I was reaching for that one. But yeah, and also like I can't believe I couldn't think of any... Glob Herman. How's that? There's your... What's that? It's a ca- like a new X-Men character. Glob yeah, Herman? I think Grant Morrison created him. He's a, big, he's a big dude made of wax paraffin. Oh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> okay. I think we're back at the drawing board. Like when your character's name is Glob,
1: it's like... Take another bath. I think he made his own name. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> the point is like that's the part that like excites me mm-hmm. is, is that stuff, or that that I think is cool. It's uh, when it gets uh, muddied by the kind of like corporate interests that are probably always there at the beginning, right? So,
0: would you prefer Comic Con like took place on like a public park? <laughs> Everyone just like puts a quarter in a bin to get in. And then it's like a
1: barter system for whatever you want. Put a quarter in a bin, and you're gonna get in.
0: (laughs) Yes, and someone's playing that on a (laughs) banjo at the entrance. And
1: nobody here, better sin.
0: There it is. Now it's religious. Uh (laughs)
1: Mind the pope, or you're a dope. You want to do it one more time? (laughs) You you got one more in you? Be a rabbi, (laughs) don't be a crab guy. Smile. Stupid, stupid.
0: Stupid, but you have fun, and that's what matters.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> it like the th- I I think the the again that thirstiness is what did get to me eventually. Like people, like I wasn't joking when I when I referenced Agent Coulson. I forget who the actor's name is, but he was like sitting at I guess Agents of Shield was having some kind of like little thing in the big room mm-hmm. in the main room where everyone had their uh had, had their booth set up and people were mobbing him. It was like, like a huge like we were like what is this giant mass of people to take a picture from like I would say 50 to 100 feet away. Well right, it
0: wasn't even necessi- I mean I'm sure there was a way for you to sign up and I mean line up and take an actual line picture. Line up and sign up or sign, sign up, to, up and line up. Sign up to line up. Um but this wasn't what it was. At least what we saw were like literally Four deep of people with their phones up Just trying to get that like overhead shot So everyone's just raising their arms higher and higher To get over whoever's in front of them So you can get a picture of Agent Coulson Who's looking down at a sheet of paper Signing something for someone What are you doing
1: with that picture? You putting that on Instagram? You shouldn't (laughs) I don't want to scroll and then see a blurry picture Of Agent Coulson From 100 feet away Get that out of my timeline High def Coulson only Get that shit out of my timeline.
0: <laughs> it was so. It was. It was super intense. I thought I was gonna buy stuff. You know, you guys. I went in there looking for my anime items. Okay, <laughs> I did walk around. I was like, do they have anything from my favorite shows? It was
1: just like nothing. We were looking. Really... We we went to many different booths looking for an Oren High School Host Club T-shirt. Yeah, but that a a show Psyche-K was so K old. shirt
0: I was like, literally, like, should I? I was like, I should have shown up at Comic Con with. My petition and been like everyone sign here if you would like seasons two and three of the disastrous life of Psyche K dubbed in English with the original
1: voice actors from season one. That's important. You have to specify you want the original voices from season one. Listeners, I say right now start that petition.
0: Right, you know, um, of everything going on in the world, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's just best for me to put my energy into where I can affect real change, which is dubbing an anime
1: show on Netflix. And while you're at it, add to the petition that Naomi will voice a new character. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my
0: God. I would love it.
1: I would love it. Someone who's
0: just, like, trying to make Psyche their friend, even though Psyche hates everything. I'm into his energy.
1: <laughs> See, you, you have to got, watch it. Naomi, I feel like you have really uh, embraced your nerdy side. I don't know if it's through me or just, like, getting older and accepting who you are as a person.
0: I think it's a bit of both. I definitely think through you, I've kind of remembered stuff that I used to like. Yeah. Um, and then also just been like, oh, yeah, I don't have to be afraid to like this. I would love to go back to Comic-Con. Everyone at Comic-Con was very nice, and they laughed at my jokes. I was like, okay, I live here now. I was <laughs> like, I don't need to go back to, to reality. So, you know, I get where they were at. But, you know, I think, you know, if nothing
1: else, it is the place where you use a washcloth for the first time. That's, <laughs> that's what matters most. And for that, that will always be the the biggest uh, positive coming out of Comic-Con. Definitely. Was that it brought us culturally together. <laughs> you guys,
0: we got one more set for you after this quick break.
4: I'm Jensen Karp, and I'm a comedy writer and diehard sports fan. And I'm terribly missing the athletes and sports I love, so I'm checking in on them with a podcast called The No Sports Report with Jensen Carp. Your favorite athletes, commentators, and legends from the sports world are revealing what they're doing now that the sport they love is suddenly gone and they're stuck on their couch just like the rest of us. Are they staying in shape? Are their kids heckling them as they attempt to homeschool? Did they almost burn down the house trying to make bread? Are they sleeping in their jerseys at night like I do? Oh, just me? Okay. Listen to the No Sports Report now and subscribe
0: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. And
1: we're back with another lovely set. Ooh, this one was a fun one from some longtime lovers. Yeah, and uh, uh, someone we're a longtime fan of, Janet Varney.
0: Yes, this next set is Janet Varney and Brandon Reynolds. Brandon is a writer, and Janet's an actor and improviser you've seen on shows like You're the Worst and Stand Against Evil. And she hosts the podcast, The JV Club, on Maximum Fun. So you know, it's gonna be good.
1: <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. Roll it! Roll it!
3: That is decidedly less sexy than Craig and Carla's intro music. Yeah,
4: Yeah, well, they're married... And we uh, we are not married.
3: That's true. And in fact, I found out only today that we were, uh, I think, guys, correct us if we're wrong, but you sort of had the listing of what each uh, couple's relationship was. What do you mean? What do you you expect? What what do you understand about these people with just a word before they even hit the stage if you don't know who they are? Political con
4: buddies. Right, right, exactly. And
3: so we... I believe we're described lovers. as lovers. lovers.
4: Exclamation point. Lo- exclamation point? Which is totally did true. Did anyone else
3: get an exclamation yeah. point?
4: Well, they all did. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But we are married I, I, I like the we, idea
3: uh, that we yeah. Come yeah. Out tonight. That's right. Yeah. We're having an affair with each yeah. other. So we are So we're not going to give lovers. You the lovers our spouses, for please this. do not yeah. right. tell anyone yeah. about this. Yeah. Uh, we're it's like an affair of comedy. This yeah. is what we do together. Um, That's right. That's right. we've yeah. never actually kissed, but, uh, we're very deeply Tonight, in love. Oh, I don't see that happening. Um, <laughs> but the important thing is that together, <coughs> when you put the two of us together, yes. amount of stand-up comedy we have, uh, banked as, 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 as a couple, <laughs> zero. zero. Zero years of stand-up. Uh, I think we've been is on stage out? together one other time.
4: Yeah. We did a TED talk. Fake TED Talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Real Ted Talk.
4: Fake TED Talk.
3: But that couple of seconds of respect yeah. you felt for us for a second yeah. was like, oh yeah. I yeah. liked it. Maybe I'll learn something today. Be,
4: what did you think that we'd what's the startup that we would be doing? That's a good question. What's the like fourth Reich thing what, that yeah. we'd be like what potentially
3: no, Mormon yeah. thing oh, would yeah, we be talking good. about? She
4: was raised Mormon. That's Maybe. true. Two son- is there a Mormon in the house? I d-
3: that might be like a pity, woo. That
4: might be. There's always yeah, one. There's yeah. always one. Tucson, Arizona, raised Mormon.
3: Yes. Yeah? Well, no. No, you. Me? Yeah. 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 Oh, like you thought I was thinking that you were t- talking <laughs> about yourself and yeah. we're fighting that out of yeah. each other yeah. after being together four years. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm from Tucson.
4: That's right. I was That's also right. raised Mormon. You're Janet this Barney. Is um, yes. 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 Yes, this is kooky. Yes. Yeah. Guys, this is kooky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Uh, listen. I gotta say, real quick, my dad is a full-on atheist. He was a single dad raising oh, he me. My hates mom had God cust- like poison. My mom, ma- he does. Like poison. My mom had custody of me on Sundays, so I wasn't raised Mormon. All due respect. Yeah. Uh, it's a lovely r- religion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Let's
4: it's see. got its it's got its ups and downs.
3: <laughs> so we're lovers.
4: Yeah. We're uh, lovers. I'm sorry.
3: We're
2: lovers.
3: We're in- lovers uh, that's yeah. so european it's a that is a tough yeah. and i and we should
4: have come out in kimonos
3: <laughs> we should we should have like a top knot we should have like like uh then. we Man yeah bow. that's a that's a in, that's a. I'm not. I'm not great at, um, at at just names for relationship status. Anyway, I you've been
4: terrible at it. I,
3: I'm very bad you've at been it. Bad. On my podcast, I didn't realize this, but I've now had enough people tease me about it that I it's come back mm-hmm. at me mm-hmm. that apparently on the podcast I call him my sweetie. Yeah. Um, Four fucking years,
4: <laughs> Which, sweetie. Uh. It could fall apart at any time. <laughs> this shit is tenuous. It's not, it's we're all right. We live and together. Also, I think we killed one dog together and adopted another one. That's the true. dog that was did, That's sick.
3: true. It did happen very. I mean, yeah, it was. I'm it did happen. It, it did happen. We killed a dog. We did not discuss any of this. This yeah. is all yeah. a surprise to both well, of us. It's a relationship. Um, yeah. yeah.
4: Her ex-boyfriend was there. When we put the dog down.
3: That's true. That's friendship. That was friendship. Wait, are you okay with that? I should have asked you in advance. (laughs) I know it was six months ago, but that was okay with you. You know,
4: because you can get somebody to come to the place and put the dog down.
3: That's true. He really is telling a story about euthanizing our dog. She was an
4: Australian lady and she had a shirt with horses on it.
3: It's in process right now. She did have a shirt with horses on it.
4: She was very sweet. He
3: was was 16 years Eve.
4: This was New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve. She had no other plans other than yeah. to put dogs to sleep on New Year's Eve. One of
3: God's special angels. She
4: was a wonderful person. She was very sweet. Walk into a house, she's like. I want to say she she's Australian. Like, lady, sweetie, ex-boyfriend,
3: and dog. friend who dog sits for you. And yeah, it was for us. And knows so much yeah. about this process because she works for vets. Right. that she was asking a lot of technical questions right. the about the other friend, the she process. neuters dogs. Yeah, so there was a moment a whole, of like, it was a whole day. I do feel bad for that woman because she came in and mm-hmm. had no sense of what was happening, whose it. dog it went was. It. There no. were four people no. there. No. No. There was one person who was inconsolable me, and then there was another mm-hmm. girl who was like, um, and so, how long do you expect the uh, like she just threw out a bunch of technical terms? What's the like gauge of the that IV- needle
4: now is that gonna go? <laughs> well, is that gonna IV- go in the which what artery and, and is when that with the corpse? The van- what are
3: you gonna do when you will you take away the? <laughs> Yeah, she was doing
4: did. impressions of the, the paw. She
3: was. was they adorable. were taking impressions. Was he, was a, he was a very, very, very special dog. 16 and, and a half, big he dog. He was 16 and a half. Yeah. And so, uh, looked like an
4: anime dog. He had our, no, He did he, look he, like he an got anime crazy dog. crazy eyes. I, I
3: cannot believe we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't be more surprised. We had other stuff we were going to talk We're talking about, about this.
4: But, dear, yeah. Uh, but this is all because you call me fucking
3: sweetie. I know. This we're going to talk revenge. about the dead dog. Such a specific revenge. Yeah. What a specific form know. of revenge. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. we're not married. But listen, if you need a recommendation, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, <laughs> Because you have an animal who's going to pass soon, or you Maybe want it to—I don't know. That's a weird thing. To th- yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a wonderful lady mm-hmm. who will come and make your holiday so special. Uh, it was New Year's <laughs> Eve. Yeah. That was unplanned. Yeah. Uh, it became very clear very quickly yeah. that it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, and this happy is not. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. None of the and happy and yeah. happy belated New Year, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there mm-hmm. is something nice about a major event that is that, that is meaningful to you if you this is so not funny but now i'm super i'm a very sincere person so now yeah. i'm just gonna say, i'm just gonna yeah. be sincere because it's coming from the heart uh if you have how many of you have had to say goodbye to a beloved pet all right so like but when it's
4: what the happening, fuck is wrong with the rest of you
3: get a yeah, dog yeah get a get, a, get, get a an animal
4: humane society
3: sure the one with fish oh, yeah sure I love that people in Los Angeles still describe their dogs as rescues and I do too Mm -hmm. but like can we just all agree we all know that they're all rescues Yeah. but we all get but we're all like he's a rescue yeah like yeah. it's sanctimonious yeah. a little bit, like mm-hmm. as if there are a bunch of us who are like, "Well, I went to a puppy pound. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. did you?" They were cranking. I, him I feel like out. It was yeah. an assembly line. I feel like I feel this. like we're very good at yeah. adopting rescued pets in yeah. Los Angeles in general. So I don't know if we. That's like we're, we've evened the score on that. We can't mm-hmm. brag about that anymore. No. Um, no. But uh, but but so when something like that happens, um, in the moment that it's happening, don't you feel like? Why has like my my heart is broken in a different way than other people who lose pets? Because when it's not you, you feel for the person. But if it's been a while or if you've never Guys, said goodbye to one, you are be, you are really this, again, we're awesome. the closers and we are not stand-ups. Um but but there is but but okay. there's a feeling of like you can sort of dis- dismiss it when it's someone else's pet a little bit more than if it's a family member uh who's human, and then it happens to you, and then you're like this is different. No, this is different. Like he was family, and that really is uh, how I, I felt. And then the good news is, is, that if you have to do it on a major holiday, there is a sense that everyone is like celebrating. There's, a, mm-hmm. it was, a, it was a, a landmark occasion for not just us. So it wasn't like, oh, the world just keeps turning. Like, oh, it was a Tuesday. You know, we had to say goodbye to this wonderful creature, and it was a Tuesday. It was New Year's Eve, and so. It we felt had like fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like everybody oh, was sort of like, "Yes, yeah. we're turning over a new leaf. It's the beginning of something new." So it felt like somehow we had like managed to get the whole world on board for our dog's That's death, right. That's which right. was great.
4: Then we went to Griffith Observatory, <laughs> and everybody was just standing. around.
3: We did. We went up to. We hiked up. We live very near if you Griffith ever Observatory get
4: high in the city, and you look out. The yeah. whole city looks like a popcorn popper. It's just <laughs> We were doing that. Oh yeah, night for, on oh the for 4th New Year's of July. E- yeah, for Fourth of July. The uh, do you, have earthquake. you guys
3: have you guys done the thing where you don't look at any one specific thing but you're far just enough away that it bubbles, just looks the like city bubbles. for sure Baghdad? Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah. like you really realize oh, oh, yeah, like oh we're awful. Like yeah. we are creating the site of a bombed city to celebrate the Fourth of July. <laughs> like we're awful. Okay it's cool the what,
4: what haven't we covered euthanasia yeah. so uh, we got it, but we got a new cities. dog we, got it, we did we get a new dog we do have a new puppy we got a new puppy we have a friend who this is the thing you don't want if you're an animal lover is a friend who has a, uh, a dog, dog, rescue dog rescue organization and she rescues little dogs from the valley she goes mostly. all over she goes yeah, all she over does. And she does shout and
3: out to Mayday Rescue
4: Mayday Rescue <laughs> uh company. yeah and so she calls us on a very rainy saturday and she's well, like days
3: after we got back from Sketchfest, with this, which is a festival that mm-hmm. i uh co-founded oh or, which is where we we're met the, which is where we met because he was the editor of sf Segway. weekly uh yeah. Yeah. and we worked together journalism, doing everybody. like comedy issues for during Sketchfest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then i said please leave your all your entire life and come move down with mm-hmm. me in la and i said journalism
4: is a growth industry that's right <laughs> and then it wasn't that's right it's alive and well it's alive and well
3: uh, and so, yeah. She, so we had been mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. for a handful of days from this giant undertaking, and she said, "I know that you've that you have said goodbye you to Scott. Can you please do me a huge favor because I just got uh, a new foster that." Um, had never fostered a dog before, and found a tick on this puppy, and freaked out and said, "Like, take it away! Take it away!" She'd never
4: had a dog before, and She'd she didn't know that dogs carry stuff around. Yeah, with them, and yeah. she was like, "A tick! Oh,
3: fuck!" Yeah, she and she so she lost out. her mind. So it, Natalie yeah. said, I, "Is is it in any way possible for me to bring uh, this puppy over to you guys? Because she's I know you, I know out, your she's dogs, the tires. I know you're safe. Three little round tires. Yeah, yeah, and and I know it's gonna rain all weekend, and this puppy isn't house trained, and I know it's gonna shit all over your." house and stuff and we were like, Yeah. Uh it. and so we said yes and we became like the million and oneth mm-hmm. sucker who was like, Yeah, we'll watch him for a couple of days. Yeah. Cut to he owns us. Yeah. He's the most important thing in the world. It's like
4: it's like what are the two and it's an it's He's, an engineering project. What are the two yeah. smartest dogs? Let's take a border collie and, and let's like breed a it a Jack with Russell a Jack terrier. Russell. So it's like it never sleeps. Yeah. And it does long division Yeah on demand and it just comes to he's amazing yeah yeah, but listen
3: if you go through something that is very sad and you are in the process of saying goodbye to a dog who is sort of like you said to me a clock running down which was I know that's beautiful isn't it I again not funny not funny but but it was something that where I, I had the the Benefit of getting used to the idea of saying goodbye to him, um, and but there was a lot of like just heaviness in uh, in 2018 for us, and so we now we have this ridiculous adorable puppy. And I'm a total convert in the same way that I was before I fell in love with you, where I was like I would go to weddings and mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm. you know, like oh best of luck. But in the back of my mind, I thought nobody plank, stays plank, married. Plank, plank, yeah, plank. I was like oh look at oh you think this is a good idea. Um, but you guys, like in general, keep doing it. in general,
4: absolutely. Stick look with at it. me! Look at Stick me! At, yeah, we're we're great. And now Lover, and yeah. sudden, you know, and we're so going go we to go back to people yeah. later, we're,
3: but <laughs> we're we're stu- Super commitment phobes. And then we met each other and we became immediately obnoxious. Like, Like 24 hours. In 24 hours, I went from like... Yeah, well, love doesn't last. We all know that. It's important to just, like, have a lot of alone time, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. No, and it's then the thing. next day, that I was like, mm-hmm. it'll happen for you someday.
4: Maybe. I mean, if you, you Just when around, you know, you
3: know. Stop it'll asking. And it's going to come to you. And I know it's I've been on the other side. Yeah. Like, yeah. I became mm-hmm. that person yeah. so fast. Gross, yeah. It's good that we don't have kids because I, w- yeah. I would all the things that You're I don't like. You're never going
4: to find what we have. Right. Never maybe it'll
3: happen but you'll you be a, a robot bit. baby yeah and and now i'm the i'm now i'm the person that encourages people to get puppies like oh yeah. if you've gone yeah. through a loss in your life get a puppy i know that sounds very shallow but it, it just brings so yeah. much joy into yeah. your life right yeah. except craig and carla take care of old dogs yeah. which yeah. is also like yeah you know what i mean <laughs> So we'll end our set by giving it up to Craig and Carla Kakowski, everybody. Thank you.
1: Spay your dogs. Or neuter them. Naomi, what have we learned throughout this entire episode?
0: Don't parkour off of someone's wheelchair. That's fact one (laughs) we learned very early
1: on. Second, everyone should use a washcloth. Everyone should be exfoliating. All, and during all showers and baths. Yeah. Uh, number three, Marvel should let me write Nightcrawler.
0: <laughs> so that those are your three big takeaways.
1: Those are your three big takeaways. <laughs> I got a plan for Nightcrawler. <laughs> it might step on some stuff that's going on right now with Hickman's stuff. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> but uh, so we'll have to see if my plans. Look, Nightcrawler is a fun guy. He did lose his soul, Jason Aaron. <laughs> Uh huh. I'm just literally not just I'm like, staring, okay. staring daggers at me.
0: Not daggers, just like my eyes. I can feel my eyes are droopy and sleepy mm-hmm. yeah. from me
1: talking about my plans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, sure. You mean Alan Cummings' character? Yeah, <laughs> it's like what I know about Nightcrawler. Yeah.
1: That is that one of the things I think we bonded on early on was uh, both liking X Men Two.
0: Next to Best in the game. Come Best on. in the
1: game. Devise a better sequence than Nightcrawler bamfing around the White House. Ugh, I'll wait.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week. We love you. Bye.
3: Bye. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists is that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal. And it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history.
2: Hi, guys. Katie Lowe's here, actress, mom,
3: and host of the parenting podcast, Katie's Crip, a show that helps women navigate the colossal changes that come with motherhood. You'll hear from resilient mamas, knowledgeable experts, and me asking a whole lot of questions. It's real talk that offers real perspective on what it's really like to be a parent. So join me. New episodes publish every other Thursday. Listen to Katie's crib on the iHeartRadio radio app or on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your
5: podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus,